You're inside talking with T. Well, listeners, I want to welcome to the show my thought partner, Lincoln from New Jersey. Lincoln, how are you doing? I'm great. How's everyone? Uh, I hope everyone's doing well. And on my end, we're, you know, we're hanging in there. We're doing pretty good. And I'm always excited to participate in this segment of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln because, again, you really make us think about a lot of things and often in converse to what our original thoughts were. And so recently, the hot topic of Kanye West came up and his statement on the TMZ interview. And, of course, we've had some conversation about it. And as usual, we're landing a little bit on opposite sides of the fence, but I think we're starting to kind of come together, and I want the listeners to have an opportunity to hear our thoughts, and maybe that will give them some food for thought as they start forming their own opinions about the whole issue. And we've decided it's two separate things. We have Kanye West as a public figure, a celebrity, you know, and with that comes a certain amount of influence. And then we also have just the issue of the content and what was said, was slavery a choice? And that's regardless of who thinks it, that statement alone, I think, is where we really want to focus our attention. So, Lincoln, let's just first start with Kanye, okay? So do we agree that as a celebrity or a public figure, you have a certain amount of influence maybe bigger than just the average person? Yes. Okay. Would we agree that if you have that type of influence, you have a certain responsibility? No. No. Okay. Because celebrities are people. And what we need to do is start, you know, treating them as people who just have a job. Like they have every, like we treat everybody else. Okay. And I think we give them too much power, which is why they have so much influence. Um, you know, I've never been a fan of making people uh, who are complete strangers, role models for our children. Okay. Like, Can we include teachers, um, people they interact with, and in, you know, in their community? I think those people can fall into role models, legitimate role models. Do you? Well, I mean, <clears throat> by the nature of being an educator, we we assume that this person should be a role model. But here's the thing: people are. We don't have any control over people outside of our home. We barely have control of people. I was going to say, I know that's right. So, (laughs) so I don't think that we, I think we have to be cautious of putting people on pedestals that do not, that are outside the realm of our control. And so, you know, whether that's a teacher or a family friend or whatever, we need to start teaching our children how to be better judges of, of people. Right, to have the level of discernment. Okay, okay, I agree. I agree with a lot of that. What I'm trying to figure out in that is this. Regardless of whether we like it or not, particularly in the communities where you have broken homes and such, some children don't have role models or people who set a blueprint for them within their family. So they have no choice. Now, we could say, all right, what I mean is, we are going to tackle a choice. What I'm saying is, it's really just a synonym if I say they have no alternative but to follow the people that are in front of them. That's how we learn. We simulate the behaviors of others. That's how you even learn to walk and make sounds. I mean, that's yes. just a gift. Yes. So yes. 
when you grow up in a different country, a different community, any of that, you're going to assimilate with what you are, are exposed to. So if you're born in a third world country, okay, for lack of a better term, you didn't have a choice. That's all you know. Okay. And so I'm just saying in the context of this, for kids who don't have parents who can give them those morals and those values, hopefully there's somebody who's stepping up to provide that for them. Hopefully it is, but we can't expect people who are these celebrities, who are these strangers, to be that. I, I agree. You can't, you're putting them into a space that they didn't, they didn't say I was trying to be somebody's parent or role model. They said they came here to perform, they came here to sing, they came here to do whatever. You know, that's not fair for nobody to take on that responsibility. And it is unfair. But just because things are unfair doesn't mean we change the rules or change the definition to suit you either. Okay. All right. So let's move to where our real debate, I guess, comes in in this whole statement. Let's take out that Kanye said it. The statement of slavery being a choice. As a a guess, I'll let you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I think that, you know, we, we misunderstand the definition of choice. We base it on some level of a fairness issue. And choice isn't about what's fair. Choice is about options. And, you know, many of us have at least two. For the most part, we normally have these two options. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you're, unless you're, now, let me, let me make sure I'm, I, I want to make sure I'm clear here. Okay. I don't want to put another kind of moment where I'm taking out a kind of I'll just delete So, choice and options are basically the same thing. And they are based on information. When you have more information, you, you have more choices. I can't disagree. Right? I agree. Totally. But choices are also based on perception. Where I see Two roads, you see three, four, five. Why? Because we have different, we have different levels of education or experience or upbringing or whatever. But that's my perception. And even when you tell me my choices, I don't see them as viable choices. And so what we tend to do is say, if it's not a choice that is satisfactory or that is good, for lack of a better term, then we don't have a choice. And we hear people say this all the time, I had no choice. I didn't have any choice. Yeah, yeah, I get right? that. I get that. And that's why, so, you know, I started a little controversy without intent on Facebook, really just wondering, were we too quick to pass judgment on Kanye? Did Maybe he didn't say it the way he meant for it to come out, but yet and still, just taking that piece with slavery was a choice really made me think. Because, like you said, a lot of the times, maybe even most of the time, we have options. And mm-hmm. I use the example, I believe, if I were faced with an intruder or someone and they said I needed to do something or they would take my son's life, almost in my mind is what you said, I didn't have a choice. Really, I did, mm-hmm. I guess. But in my mm-hmm. mind, my mind would be contained to just the fact that I didn't have a choice. 
So when we talk about slavery being a choice, there are two things that I see. One, I think being a slave wasn't a choice. I'm going to stand on that. Staying in slavery, based on the conversations, and I think where we're going with this possibly could have been, because there were people who revolted. There were people who decided to look for other options. But the, you know, the whole way that it came about, when you're shackled, overpowered, and bound, you can't get free. You've eliminated the choice. Right. Now, if you decide, okay, I don't have these shackles on, I'm walking on deck, I'm going to throw myself overboard, that was a choice. Right. Okay, so I get that. But at the point when they were taken, that wasn't a choice. And then we talked about if I decided to run, I'm still running as a slave. So I couldn't do anything about that. There are a few things in life, you know, where you're born, um, the parents you're born to, your race, your color, things like that. You didn't have a choice. That's just, I mean, you didn't. But after that, after you're here, after you have uh, the freedom of thought and speech, I guess that's where choices come to play. So what do you feel about the whole idea of slavery being a choice? I think that, and I guess now when you separate someone getting you versus someone and someone keeping you, mm-hmm. I think that if I was to just, I'm thinking that, see, the problem here is that how we got to this point is so controversial to me. Just from this Oh, yeah. Now, I, I already know we would agree on that, but we don't have the time today. That would be another okay. segment. But I okay. agree on how we got to the point. So you're right, but it's not, it's not, it's not much. Okay, that's not for here. All right, oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so let's, so let's, out, let's take out the actual capture. Okay, let's take that okay, out. Okay, good, good, good. All right, Let's good. take that out. So now we're on, we're now on the plantation. I'm picking cotton. Right. So I believe at that point it is a choice, and and let me explain why. Because there were slaves who said, I'm not going to be a slave anymore, and he did something, okay? And it's no different from today. It's no different from the 60s. It's no different from any point in black history when a group of black folks said, enough is enough, and started doing something. And what did the majority of us do? Watch. We didn't do anything with them. We didn't side with them. I mean, listen, you had uh, Marcus Garvey making a whole movement just in Harlem in, in New York. But where was the rest of the country at with that movement? They just watched, right? They didn't do anything with him. You know, when and even when they did, it wasn't, at it, 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 the end of the day, it failed, right? When he left, the movement failed. Why didn't they continue the movement? So, I think that when we've, we've been in struggle, not just during slavery, we were in struggle ever since. And yet we have constantly made the choice to stay in relative bondage to me. And so, you know, and let's talk about even right now in 2018. People, the black folks especially, they're so vocal about Trump. They're so vocal about he's turning back Jim Crow. He's bringing it back. Da, da, da. So if you're saying this is the time the coming of any place, why are you still here? You saw the writing on the wall when he won. The Republican National Convention. He won the primary. Okay? You you was in denial. Some votes was coming in like crazy on his side. And y'all all said, well, if he gets elected, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Ain't nobody leave yet. 
What happened? If you felt so strongly about this decision, if you felt that he was going to bring back all these things that you said, if you said, if you said he's a pilot KKK and he's empowering his police to kill our, our, our boys, he's going all these Why haven't you done anything about it? You haven't. Why haven't you escaped this plantation called the United States? You still have to wait for reparations. How is that? Okay, all right. See, let, me, you, let, me, me, let me interject because I don't want to run out of time. Because you said something that actually gave me the thought in, that's a response to this. When you become informed and you become educated, it really creates choices. So let's exactly. go back to if I don't know what to do, because we all have different levels of intelligence and capabilities mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I don't know, how can a choice exist that I don't know about is one thing. Because, so let's because, go back to when we said, or I didn't say it, because I knew I wasn't going anywhere. I got four years left on my mortgage, and I don't care who's president. <laughs> I'm going to stay right here. But for the people who said it, obviously that was, they said it because, number one, they didn't believe it was actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. so there was no plan to follow the through. Future. There was no plan mm -hmm. to follow through. It was said as an emotional response to what I think was shocking at the time. For months, they've been saying it. can't be an emotional response. But for months, they were talking about it. Yeah. For months. They were saying they it. Never they, had had a plan. they never had a plan to leave. That's not, for wait a minute, that's not nobody's fault but their own. It's not, you can't say they didn't know. You can't say there wasn't information. We live in a digital age of information at your fingertips. No, what it is is ignorance, right? What it is is that you are not really about the life you say you are about. Okay? Everybody's saying they're on It's an expression of emphasis. So, Basically, I get what you're saying. They saying they were going to leave, but I tend to think people were saying they were going to leave to show or to emphasize how strongly they were opposed to the opportunity or the possibility of Trump being president. Now, here is my thing. Okay. So, take us back to 1812. You don't think they had the same conversations back then? Yes. Nothing changes. Yes. So, this is, so, when Harriet Tubman comes through and says, listen, Y'all better get on this train right now because I'm telling you, the folks is going, y'all been getting linked, y'all been getting beat, your children been getting dying, they've been telling y'all all these things, you've been picking time, ain't never nothing good enough, I'm out of here, I'm taking whoever's wrong with me, let's go, just stay, stay up, up north, and they just like, I ain't going with her. I ain't going with her. And she made it very clear. She said, I, give me liberty or death. That was her choice. If I, if I can't have one, I'll give me the other. I agree with that. And I think okay. I may have been so, willing to try it. But really, I don't know. The whole, the, right, the whole island of Hispaniola revolted against the French. These were all slaves that revolted against. How is it that they all revolted against the French, then turned around and kicked out the Spanish? Now, it was very short lived because they didn't know what to do with themselves after they got it. But the point but still remains they made a choice. Yeah. They made a choice. So I'm not saying that, I'm not saying the choice is a good one. And I'm not saying that everyone is going to be in the same space when the choice is presented to them. Some people right, want to say, wasn't everywhere. Right. And, th and some people want to say, oh, we'll be afraid. And I understand the slave mentality. I mean, come on, we still live in slave mentality. Right, right. You know, so everybody's still afraid to really do something. They say a lot of stuff, but they're really afraid to make a move. And I get that, which is what I, why I brought the Trump thing. 
Y'all say all these things, but y'all ain't doing nothing. You say when a cop do this, the cop do that, I'm going to do this. No, you not. The cop do it, beat you over the head, and then you cry for a lawyer. So you ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? You sitting here doing all these things. You, you still in the same neighborhood, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. It's the same thing we always been saying. But guess what? You made that choice. Don't say you did not know, and don't say no one came to you and said, let's do something different. And I guarantee you there was more Harry Tubman than history is going to show. Because remember, white folks made history because they're the ones who won it. So guess what? So I don't I don't agree there was one Harry Tubman. All those millions of people was only one? I don't agree with that. But no, I'm just saying everybody didn't have access to that thought. No, well, even though I, there were probably think, many who said, hey, let's run for it. Right. Not many had the uh, ability to pull together a system like she did. Maybe they it's easy to It's easy to say, let's run for it, but she orchestrated a whole system of safe houses <laughs> with white people because we couldn't own property to get right. from the south to the north. Everybody did not have access to that. And all I'm saying is that there we made choices. Yeah. We made certain choices. Now, I'm not saying, again, I'm not happy about those choices. Right. I'm not saying that those choices were, you know, were good ones. But when it's uh, the only way, the only way you don't have a choice is when you cannot make an action. And when that means you cannot take an action, means that someone is physically restrained. I like that. I like that definition. When you okay. cannot take when an you, action. Okay. When you have the ability to move, and decide on if you're going to go left or go right. That's a choice. Yeah. Now, the left may be the fire pit, and the, the right might be the ice pit. <laughs> it might be an ice storm right. or whatever. But you still got a choice. You don't, the, the options alone don't dictate if you have a choice. And that's what we tend to do. We tend to think that the options aren't suitable, so there's no real choice. You know, as hesitant and, and as again, I am, I have to agree with you. And so let's just and, not let's not let's not beat a dead horse. I agree. No, I, I, but hold on, I just want to say one more thing. Now. Okay. I'm not. There are times we make choices because we think. So, for example, someone may say, "You know what? I'll I I'll live today to fight later." Sometimes that's the, sometimes people make those choices too. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's nothing. And this is not to beat up a choice. So when people people tend to think like, oh well, you we saying we decided to be slaves from now, you know that was. I'm not beating us up for trying to, to to thinking about living for today. I'm not beating up by up for that. I'm not saying you were wrong for your choice. Just what I am saying is that you gotta we have and you gotta own it. Okay. You gotta own it. That's it. Well, Lincoln, as usual, you have dished out a lot of food for thought, and I'm really hoping that. People will tune in and after being informed of this because we take we take these conversations to a whole new level, right? And there are times when you even convince me to think differently, which is why I appreciate you so much because to be honest with you, that's hard to do. <laughs> now, I want everybody else out there, let me tell y'all something. Don't y'all try it. Now, this is between Lincoln and myself. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not an easy thing to do, but I really appreciate you for it. You know what else I appreciate is that, you know, let's just, I hate to bring him back up, but as far as Kanye West goes, I didn't know him personally before nor after. He will be old news next week because someone else will do something, you know. (laughs) Really, the, the only 
really the only reason that he's even instrumental in this is because he brought up the topic. I uh, really yeah. want to deal with the topic. But, yeah. and people come for me all the time. We have just learned to, I think we have the ideal format and example of how you agree to disagree. Like, we don't throw each other away. It amazes me that we can continue to make, remain, and not just civil, I would call us friends, but we just, we disagree a lot. Right, right. Um, and so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And as always, I enjoyed, I've been thinking with Lincoln, and until the next topic of controversy comes up, you stay blessed and not stressed. Okay? Thank you. All right. 